Hi everyone, this is Mark, and welcome to another episode of the Mark Hastings Experience. And in this episode, uh, I'm going to be talking about the latest episode of the Book of Boba Fett, um, which, oh my god, is probably one of the best episodes of Star Wars, uh, probably one of the best pieces of Star Wars uh, content that I have seen in a very long time. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm talking about, of course, episode 6 of the Book of Bob Fett. Um, From the Desert Comes a Stranger. That's the name of the, the episode. And I'm sure um, you don't need me to tell you, but uh, this is a spoiler warning for the events of the episode. So I'm going to give you a 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 to get out of here. Stop listening before I go and reveal that, oh my god, we got the appearance of not only Grogu, uh, who you may be familiar from The Mandalorian, Season 1 and Season 2, um, who, if you've been following the story of Grogu, uh, was um, deemed to be a, uh, a foundling, a Mandalorian foundling. Um, that's how he was considered by Din Djarin, the Mandalorian, in that series. Um... But um, towards the end of season two of The Mandalorian, um, following Grogu going to a ancient Jedi um, temple, um, where Grogu was able to reach out and connect with another uh, Jedi, um, Din Djarin, The Mandalorian, played by uh, Pedro Pascal, Lost Grogu because he was abducted by the Dark Troopers who were sent by Moff Gideon. Um, but um, in the last episode of Season 2, Grogu was once again retrieved. Um, but um, the psychic message that he sent out, um, which was uh, obviously... Um, answered uh, and um, traced by a Jedi was was well it was heard and replied to and traced by none other than Luke Skywalker yes Luke Skywalker played by Mark Hamill uh and Luke Skywalker appeared for the first time in, I don't know how long it would have been by that point, but almost, you know, 30 years as play. well, not 30 years, um, what am I saying? Um, of course, Luke Skywalker appeared in the sequel trilogy of Star Wars films. The, the last film that he starred in was... Um, uh, was the rise of Skywalker, played by Mark Hamill? But um, the version of Luke Skywalker that we saw in the Mandalorian um, season two finale was a Luke Skywalker um, before he had become uh, jaded uh, to to the Jedi. He was uh, a Jedi who believed. In the Jedi Order, he was a Jedi who was um, just starting to build his own Jedi Order, his own Jedi Academy. He was still optimistic and uh, he still believed that there was a place in the galaxy far, far away for the Jedi. Of course, the Luke Skywalker that we met in the sequel trilogy... Um, first of all, at the end of uh, The Force Awakens, 
Uh, we saw a brief glimpse of him and then we got to see a great deal more of Luke Skywalker and find out who he is and how he considers himself and considers the Jedi and the galaxy and uh, we we in the rise in the um, the Last Jedi. We we discovered in that that Luke Skywalker had basically turned his back on the galaxy. He turned his back on um, the Jedi. He just wanted to live a solitary existence. He believed that the Jedi um, needed to end, um, but he was tracked down by um, uh, Ray, um, and um, she wanted him to train her um so that uh, she could fight back against kylo ren and we got the revelation that kylo ren was a former student of luke skywalker who luke skywalker feared uh was being manipulated and was going to be ultimately turned to the dark side who's being manipulated in the shadows by um snoke who was we we found out in the rise of skywalker was basically just a puppet of uh palpatine who um was um attempting to um um stage a uh, a fresh invasion of the galaxy um but he was ultimately defeated um because of the force dyad that had been um bridged between um ray and kylo ren and um uh if you see in the rise of skywalker you'll know that ray survived and she went on to take the name of ray skywalker in honor of luke skywalker who uh became one with the force at the end of um the last jedi kylo ren um assisted ray in defeating Darth Sidious, also known as Palpatine, um, who was the Dark Lord of the Sith, who was responsible for um, the creation, you could say, of Darth Vader, and he was the Emperor of the Galaxy. Um, but Kylo Ren died uh, at the end of The Rise of Skywalker. And But yeah, so getting back to Luke Skywalker, he was just the... To me, he was... Ugh, there were so many characters in this episode that were the the dream of of fans all around the world. People had been hoping to see these characters in their prime as we we're seeing them now for for years, decades. Um, even in this series of the Book of Boba Fett, we've got we've got to see the resurrection. Um, not the resurrection in, in, but you know what I mean. Um, we've seen the reemergence of uh, Boba Fett. We've seen him um, take a uh, decide to change his life. We saw him how he um, got himself out of the Sarlacc pit. We see him now reinventing himself as a crime lord on the planet Tatooine. Um. We get to catch up with Fennec Shand, who is now his um, partner, um, who is a, a character that we, we got to, um, we first got introduced to in um, The Bad Batch. Um, well, we got to learn more about uh, Fennec Shand in The Bad Batch, but she, she first, we first saw her in the first season of The Mandalorian. She's a great character, played by uh, Ming-Na Wen. Um and yeah we got to learn we've got to learn more about the tuscan raiders in the book of boba fett um you know we've we've got to learn a lot more about the different cities and we've got to learn a, a, more about tatooine itself but in this episode which i have to say as as i've said previously at the beginning of this episode of the podcast this is the best episode of Star Wars, the best story, and it was it's no surprise because it was directed by um by Dave Filoni, who is the 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 heir apparent of um 
George Lucas himself, you know, he worked under the under the um, the shadow of George Lucas for years when he was creating the Clone Wars animated TV series. You know, he he has he had the ear. He has the ear of George Lucas. He he, you know, was directly taught by him. He knows more about Star Wars than anybody other than George Lucas and. He has been in. Dave Filoni has been instrumental in pushing the the franchise in um, wonderful ways. You know, um, recently uh, with a continuation of the Clone Wars in season seven that was released. Um, you know, um, last I think it was last year now, but uh, he was he has been instrumental in the development of the Mandalorian along with. Um, the creator of the series, uh, John Favreau, who also co-wrote this episode with Dave Filoni. Um, yeah, and this episode, as I said, Luke, we got, we got, um, Boba Fett was in it. Very uh, small amount of time, more time than he was in his own series last episode. But you know, um, we got to see Fennec Shand. The Mandalorian was back. We saw the Mandalorian go to visit Grogu, uh, who's being trained by Luke Skywalker, on the same planet, uh, well, it appeared to be the same planet, where Luke Skywalker uh, was seen to be training um, um, uh, Kylo Ren, or as he was known as uh, Ben, uh, Ben Solo at the time. Before he turned to the dark side. Um, yeah and we saw the, the creation of the this meditation hut. By these um, very ant-like um, robots. We got to see R2-D2. We got to see. Oh we got to see. Ahsoka Tano. Played by Rosario Dawson. Who. Has obviously in the interim. Um, become familiar with Luke Skywalker, who is, of course, the son of um, Ahsoka Tano's old master, who was uh, Anakin Skywalker, who went on to become Darth Vader. But, um, yeah, Ahsoka Tano was um, Anakin Skywalker's Padawan, um and um, they had a very close relationship, and it's great. It's great to see that obviously Ahsoka and Luke Skywalker have a, um, a familiarity with one another. And um, you know, it was so great hearing her say things like "You are so much like your father." Um, and the CG—I—I I, I tell you now, the—I was impressed with how they deep faked Luke Skywalker. In the final episode of the Mandalorian season two, I mean, it wasn't perfect, uh, but it was it was you know just it was it was great just as it as it was you know it wasn't perfect, but I'm telling you now in this episode it went beyond my wildest dreams. The things we got to see and the incorporation of Luke Skywalker's facial features you know you could be forgiven for being mistaken that we'd gone back in time they'd gone back in time and filmed mark hamill um 40 years in the past when he was still um filming uh the return of the jedi because he looks absolutely phenomenal he looks exactly like he did back in 1983 and Oh my god, the the the, app, the technology that they've got now it has come on leaps and bounds. They have absolutely outdone themselves. The I, I tell you, it was just amazing um, seeing Luke Skywalker interact with Grogu, seeing Luke Skywalker interact with Ahsoka Tano. Um, you know, the Mandalorian Din Djarin had gone to this planet um, to give Grogu a gift. That he'd had forged by the uh, the armorer, 
who we saw in the last episode, the Mandalorian armor, armorer. Um, we also saw the closing seconds of the last episode, last week's episode uh, of the Book of Boba Fett, that um, the Mandalorian uh, Din Djarin had agreed um, to help Fennec Shand and Bo- uh, Boba Fett in um, their uh, um, their uh, quest to try and rid the uh, <clears throat> excuse me the the planet of Tatooine from the Pike Syndicate, the grasp of the Pike Syndicate, which appeared to be um, tightening um, around the the different cities and the the uh, the crime organization that um was uh, uh rampant and um in on a uh, tatooine and um yeah and you know dinjarin had hoped to give this gift that he'd had forged to grogu personally but um he was given a bit of a pep talk by ahsoka um saying um who do you want to give this gift why do you want to give this gift to Grogu? Do you want to do it for him or for yourself? Uh, because the Jedi, they don't believe in um, um, maintaining um, personal connections. They are, um, they believe in um, finding a balance, but also uh, to be com- to be a, a uh, a Jedi, you have to forego any attachment to people or things or anything like that. So this goes, um, you know, counter to Luke's teachings. And Luke knows that the Mandalorian uh, has come to the planet. He wants to meet with um, Grogu, he's told by Ahsoka. Uh, but he doesn't um, interact with um, Din Djarin this time as he did in the previous uh, time that they in they encounter one another in the season finale of um, the Mandalorian season two. Um, but because Luke is very focused on training Grogu, he wants Grogu to be the first student in his new Jedi Academy. He's the, the first Padawan of the, this new newly forged Jedi order. And he knows that, um, you know, he knows that he can't to to be to truly. He truly has to embrace the Jedi way of life. He can't live in two worlds. And at the end of the episode, he even gives Grogu a choice. He even um, um, shows Grogu, uh, and well. In the episode, he explains that he met someone very much like Grogu once, um, who we all know is um, Master Yoda, uh, who was tr- who Luke was trained by in The Empire Strikes Back. Uh, we got to see a lot more of Yoda in the prequel trilogy. We got to see him, you know, um, interacting um, with the other Jedi. Uh, at the height of their power um uh, during the the old the during the the republic and the republic was still standing before it uh, transitioned into the empire before Darth Sidious took over and ordered order 66 ordering all the clone troopers to uh, massacre the the jedi and um we uh, and also to um with uh, Anakin Skywalker go to the Jedi Temple and ransack it and kill all the Jedi there. We even got to see a flashback from the point of view of Grogu to when he was at the Jedi Temple, when he was being defended by these three Jedi in front of him uh, who were being um, killed one by one by these clone troopers who had come uh, into the into the Jedi Temple, and we get to see him there, but we we don't get to see how he was saved. Um, but we get to see that he was there, in, you know, during the the purge of the Jedi. It was a really emotional scene. There's so many emotional scenes. the The scenes between Grogu and Luke were so moving, um, and uh, the the scenes where we get got, we got to see. 
um, Grogu being carried by Luke as Luke uh, did flips and um, ran through the f- uh, this uh, bamboo-like forest on the on the planet where he was teaching him and climbing up the trees and he was explaining that um, all life is in balance with the Force and you know the, the, these scenes where we see him flipping and jumping and tumbling so reminiscent of um the empire strikes back when he did exactly the same with yoda and yoda was explaining to him luke um the ways of the force what the force was um who the jedi were and it was so oh unbelievable to see that to see that that echo of the t- um now luke is the the master whereas when yoda was teaching luke he was just the learner so it was just so poetic and so amazing to see um and you know as i said at the end of the episode we get um luke uh he um reveals that he has um yoda's lightsaber and he also gives he shows to grogu um the gift that Dinjarin had left for him which was a um a uh, an armor um of um um of uh um oh, I can't remember the name the 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 armor that very similar to what Dinjarin has but it was a um chainmail like um um clothing armor um and um and it was just and he gives him the choice luke gives him the choice to to grogu he says if you choose to take this gift that had been left to you by dinjarin um made out of um beskar that's it sorry i couldn't remember the 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 material the metallic material but it was beskar which is something that mandalorians are known to to wear from boba fett um um jango fett uh had a beskar armor uh dinjarin the mandalorian has beskar all the mandalorians wear beskar um and their uh weapons are made out of uh, beskar and but m- mostly it's not it's not weapons it's mostly um armor um but um yeah so luke gives him Grogu the choice between this Beskar um, chainmail um, armor or um, uh, Yoda's lightsaber, basically asking Grogu to choose between the way the the life of a Mandalorian or the life of a Jedi, and he can't he can't have both. He has to choose, and that is the uh, predicament that Grogu is left in at the end of the episode. But not only did we get to see Cobb Vanth, who is a character that got introduced to in The Mandalorian Season 2, who became the um, the um, marshal um, of... Um, of the um the the uh community um where we when we first discovered him um in um Mos Espa I think it was called which has now been renamed Freetown so he's now the marshal there looking after the interests of the people there um who um when we first, right at the beginning of the episode we see him um um, facing off against the Pike Syndicate, who are doing a, a deal between um, between them, um, very near to Freetown. So we get to see Cobb Vanth, uh, um, played by uh, Timothy uh, Oliphant. It was great, great to see him back again. As I say, we got to see Luke Skywalker um, in oh which was just absolutely breathtaking every scene with him and Grogu. We got to see Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka Tano. Oh my god. So great. I can't wait for her 
standalone uh, series. She's going to be absolutely amazing. I know she is. Um, and uh, got to see R2D2, which was brilliant as well. Um, got to see Dinjarin. You know, we have to. I have to keep. I had to keep reminding myself that I was actually watching an episode of the book of Boba Fett, even though Boba Fett didn't really appear and for un, until towards the end of the episode and only for a few minutes when um um fennec shan was explaining to um the, those that had been um gathered together what was going to happen and the fact that um dinjarin um who had arrived after um leaving the planet um where Grogu was being taught by Luke um, after he'd parted ways and passed on this gift that he'd left and um, left with Ahsoka Tano. So Din Djarin returns to Tatooine. He's there to um, assist Boba Fett as he promised to do uh, with no charge because he owes Boba Fett um, for how he helped him in the um, the... The, the second half of the Mandalorian season two, when they tried, when they uh, got Grogu back after defeating uh, Moff Gideon, and we also got to see, in, for the first time in live action, the notorious gunslinger um, and um, uh, bounty hunter. Cad Bane, and I think that was one of the most thrilling. Well, come on, seeing Luke was thrilling, but seeing Cad Bane, who previously only been a character um, in um, the uh, Clone Wars animated TV series, um, and also, um, you know, he's been a fan favorite for for many years but this is the first time we got to see him in live action and it's something that people have been asking for for many years but um you know because he has a no he is notorious um throughout the galaxy and he um in legends um and in the comics they uh he and um and boa fett have a history in fact uh, i believe that there was some episodes of the clone wars that uh, were unfinished which would explain more about the relationship between cad bane and boba fett and in fact the dent in boba fett's helmet um is attributed um to uh cad bane um but anyway yeah so cad bane is voiced in this episode by uh cory burton uh, who voiced him in in the Clone Wars, and he is uh just to see him in in and I'd seen him before as uh, as I say a character in the Clone Wars, and just to see him now um, in live action, it was just amazing. And we know that he's going to be in the next episode, the 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 season finale of the Book of Boba Fett. Um, um, and it's just going to be, you know, just to know that there's going to be kind of like a um, a um, a good, the bad, and the ugly kind of scenario um, between potentially um, Boba Fett, Cad Bane, and the Mandalorian. Um, you know, it's it's just going to be absolutely mind blowing next episode. Um, and he ends up shooting Cobb Vanth because they have a, um, uh, kind of like a Mexican standoff and, um, because Cobb, um, Cad Bane comes to Cobb Vanth and basically says to him, don't get involved, um, in whatever the Mandalorian wants you to get involved with in him, assist, you know, his, uh, assisting, uh, Boba Fett in trying to disrupt the the pike syndicate because the mandalorian comes to cad 
uh, it comes to Cobb Vanth and he asks for his assistance and at first Cobb Vanth is a bit um, reserved because he wants to uh, preserve the peace more than anything uh, of Freetown. He wants to, you know, um, maintain their security and their safety. So, uh, but he says that um, he doesn't rule it out helping um, Din Djarin, but he says that he'll um, he'll um, organise a, a meeting between everybody in Freetown, and then he will um, get back to get back to him. But uh, yeah, Cad Bane comes into town, comes into Freetown. He and Cobb Vanth have a face-off between one another, um, and Cobb Vanth um, gets shot by Cad Bane because Cad Bane is notoriously the fastest gun in the galaxy, and. Um, yeah, he shoots him in in the shoulder. It's we we don't know if Cobb Vanth is dead or not. Um, maybe maybe he is. Maybe he's not. Maybe he'll survive. Maybe we'll see him in the next episode. But yeah, it was just absolutely incredible to see Cad Bane um, in live action. It was incredible to see Luke Skywalker brought to life like. In, in ways that we hadn't seen for almost 40 years. I mean, for God's sake, um, excuse my language, but, you know, he was doing things in this episode. Um, and, of course, it wasn't completely all Mark Hamill, but Mark Hamill is Luke Skywalker and... Um, and, oh, just, uh, oh. Yeah, I'm still getting over it now. I've just I've just watched it and it's just this is just the best episode of Star Wars I've I've ever seen. It, it absolutely eclipses anything in the the sequel trilogy of films. It was just beautiful, it was poetic, it was poignant, it was touching, it was emotional. It had so many things in it. Um just seeing Grogu being taught to to, to jump by Luke um, and he was being taught to uh, try and dodge the um, the same um, training um, sphere droid as Luke was uh, trained to um, by, by when he was being taught by Obi-Wan Kenobi played by Alec Guinness and um, uh, A New Hope you know this um Draw, sphere-shaped droid that shoots um, these laser um, lasers, and you have to try and um, you know uh, get away from them and not be hit. And of course, Grogu gets hit at first, but then he learns to to dodge them. These shots and oh, just so it was just unbelievable from beginning to end. I just I didn't want this episode to end. I mean, it just it was so engrossing and so amazing, and it just made me even more um, excited for next episode. And who knows what's going to happen next episode? Who knows if there's going to be a second season of the Book of Boba Fett? I, I think at this point there has to be because we haven't seen much of Boba Fett in this in the latter half of this season or series you know it's definitely building up to something but what who who knows i mean we we've seen a great deal of boba fett we've got to see how he got out of the sarlacc pit we got to see him adapting and um being changed by his time with the the tuscan raiders and how he uh, came to a belief um uh, that he wanted to start his own crime organization. He wanted to, um, you know, um, go out on his own, you know, and, um, you know, he, he's, and he's, he's definitely changed. He's not the same Boba Fett as he was in the days of the return of return of the Jedi and the empire strikes back. He is di a different man. 
and we've seen that and you know some fans some viewers have not responded very well to um how different boba fett is and especially the last couple of episodes last episode was basically an episode of the mandalorian also known as you know um season 2.5 because we got to see absolutely nothing of Boba Fett in last episode it was basically an episode of the Mandalorian following Din Djarin um this episode once again we're following Din Djarin we followed him all the way um to Luke Skywalker and Grogu we also got to see as I say Cobb Vanth we got to see Ahsoka Tano um we got to see Luke Cad Bane I mean I do you know what I don't even I don't even mind that Boba Fett isn't in it that much because we've got to see this this absolutely phenomenal content Star Wars at its best and I don't I don't care that um it's <laughs> it's an episode of the book of Boba Fett and it doesn't have that much Boba Fett in it's not not that big of a deal for me I mean I'm some I'm sure some people are very um upset um that this series hasn't had as much boba fett in it as they would have liked it hasn't turned out as they were expecting it to but come on it's all part of the same story this is star wars you know no matter what the the series is called um you're getting to see even in the Mandalorian, we got to get the first live-action introduction of Ahsoka Tano, played by Rosario Dawson. You know, and I know, you know, it was um, because he, you know, Din Djarin was looking for a Jedi, and he, um, he found himself coming into at a at a crossroads, and he, you know, he was given. The, the location of Ahsoka Tano by, um, by another uh, Mandalorian uh, who was familiar with Ahsoka Tano. Um, but yeah, as I say, I don't. I'm not. I'm not gonna think. I'm not gonna hate the fact that we got to see Luke Skywalker like we've never seen him before at the height of his Jedi powers you know he this episode was just unbelievable and you know i'm gonna watch this and i'm gonna remember this episode my time watching it forever because as a star wars fan this went this went to another level for me um and as i say it's because I, 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 at the end of the day, there was nowhere else that this could have happened. Because in The Mandalorian Season 3, which is being filmed at the moment and that it's going to be released, it's going to be a different story. It's going to be Din Djarin, The Mandalorian, on a, on a path, on a quest to um, find out whether he's still a Mandalorian or not. You know, he's going to have his own... Um, journey of self-discovery in that and um hopefully you know he'll be a, he'll be uh he'll have grogu by his side uh if the um theories that grogu will decide to go with dinjarin rather than stay with luke um are uh substantiated if that belief um pans out um and you know, I don't think we could have got to see Grogu and Luke in the Ahsoka Tano um, series that's going to come out because that series is going to be jam-packed with um, its own story, including, you know, um, Ahsoka um, interacting with characters from Rebels, um, the... Uh, of of course, uh, uh, Ezra Bridger, um, um, Grand Admiral Thrawn, who's going to be, you know, one of the the antagonists. We're going to see so many characters. It's going to have its own self, con 
contained story. It's going to be a, a, a journey um, for Ahsoka. So I think this was the only place that you could ha- have had this kind of episode. It's um, and why not? You know, you, as I say, um, I don't care what the the series is called. I think this is just this is this had to happen. It was meant to happen, and this is the only place that it could happen because. Um, I suppose it could have happened in the Mandalorian season three, but who knows what's going what's going to happen in that? You know. But anyway, I'm just trying to justify the fact that um, it. You know, I'm trying to justify the fact that we've got content. Um, it, it perhaps it shouldn't be in the book of Boba Fett. It should be the series should be about Boba Fett. It should focus directly on Boba Fett. It shouldn't deviate from the the story of Boba Fett. It should always have Boba Fett in every scene, in every episode. But that is not the story that the creator of the series, John Favreau, has chosen to tell. He this is obviously this series, The Mandalorian. The other series that are in development, they are all building towards something big. It's all going to be, you know, as people have suggested, like an Avengers um, type of crossover where there's going to be a a massive endgame storyline where all these characters that we're getting introduced to and reintroduced to are all going to come together and fight against um, a threat um most likely um thrawn uh who is a potent is a unbelievably dangerous and intimidating antagonist in um Star Wars novels and also in the animated uh, Star Wars Rebels TV show you know this this um he is also a character that people have been longing to see in live action for many years and we're, we're definitely going to be seeing him in the uh the ahsoka tano um live action tv show um at some point but oh what what I'm, i just can't get over the episode that we've got um we got to see so much and there is so much to ponder on so much to think about so much to theorize about how it's going to lead into the the events going forward um and yeah to me this this episode was an example of just how interconnected all of these series are and that if you miss one then you are going to miss a a vital piece of the puzzle um and that is the the overall uh, an overriding uh, story um of these characters um which um there appears that there is um but uh, yeah i'm telling you this this was an amazing episode and i am going to watch it again because there are so many th- I, honestly luke skywalker has never looked better and the way that he's he has tried to pass on the wisdom of Yoda and Obi-Wan Kenobi to to Grogu um and seeing him interact with Ahsoka who was his father's padawan you know obviously there is things that they've spoken about previously that we're not privy to at the moment maybe we'll see that in the Ahsoka show but um Ahsoka and Luke part ways, um, but um, obviously there's more to be said, more that they've said to one another, and perhaps there will be more that they will say to one another um, going forward. But um, yeah, now that they've, in my opinion, perfected Luke Skywalker, incorporating and being able to bring Luke Skywalker back to to life like we haven't seen him in almost 40 years 
you know, to see him before he uh, became jaded, before his um, belief that the the Jedi had to come to an end, before he met Rey, before he faced off against, um, you know, Kylo Ren, before he became one with the Force. It's just so great to see Luke um, right at the beginning of his his path as a Jedi Master in his own right, creating and building um, his new Jedi Temple, um, training his first Jedi Padawan, first student in Grogu. Um, oh my God! What a, just unbelievable, unbelievable episode. Um, and Ahsoka, you know, Rosario Dawson. You, what what more can you say about her? She's just, she's just the perfect Ahsoka. She really is. She really, um, you know, Ashley Eckstein, who voiced Ahsoka in the Clone Wars TV show and in Rebels. You know, she she was Ahsoka Tano, and she still is. Um, but Rosario Dawson just takes it to. Another level that we're seeing an Ahsoka now who has been through a lot that we're we're probably going to learn more about um, going forward. Um, but um, yeah, she's she's changed and um, and Luke, her and Luke, um, they have so much in common um, um, and so much that they they can talk about. Um, and as I say, we we may be here, we may see more about um, their com- more conversations with them about um, Anakin um, potentially. And yeah, the last thing I'm going to say is Cad Bane. I mean, what a character, and what a way to introduce him into live action. Um, just astounding, absolutely astounding. The special effects, the storyline. The writing, the dialogue, the the attention to detail, the the environments, the music, everything about this episode, um, from the desert comes a stranger, was just mind blowing, jaw dropping, Star Wars at its best, and. Um, yeah, if the, if this is the quality that we should come that we uh, should come to expect from the episodes and the series to follow, then this is really this this should whet the appetite of so many people and it should satisfy so many people. And as as I say, it it will um, disappoint those who really wanted this series to be just about Boba Fett, but obviously it's been made clear that this that there is more going on this is happening for a reason and um boba fett's story is all tied into all of these characters i mean who's to say that this is the last time we're going to see boba fett he may turn up in the ahsoka show he may turn up in mandalorian season three he may turn up um you know, there's so many other places that we we may see Boba Fett turn up in, depending on how the the season comes to a close, or whether there is a season two of the Book of Boba Fett, which we still don't know yet. But, um, yeah, just absolutely amazing episode um, of a se- of a series that, to me, in retrospect, it just gets better and better, um, and. Um, uh, do you know what, Dave Filoni? No one. It, this is proof positive that no one knows these characters, and who is a a better um, person to to carry on the the legacy of George Lucas um, than him. Dave Dave Filoni. He really does know Star Wars, and uh, he is the true um, heir apparent of George Lucas, as is. John Favreau, who did an amazing job, who's done an amazing job in creating not only the book of Boba Fett, um, but also 
being influential and the co-creator of the Mandalorian as well. Um, well, the creator of the Mandalorian, um, but he's been that has also been heavily influenced by Dave Filoni in many respects. But um, yeah, <sighs> so yeah, I think I'm gonna leave it there for now. Um, I just want to say um, if you have not seen the Mandalorian, either seasons one or season two, this is the best time to jump in. Begin at the, you know, begin at the first episode watch it all the way through jump into book of boba fett um and by the time you get to this episode season six you will have your mind blown just as i have had mine and you will feel as if you uh, are seeing the uh you know the second coming of star wars in 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 some respects seeing star wars at its best in a way that it hasn't been for for many people for for some time. I mean, there are some things from the sequel trilogy that I have liked, but overall, nothing in the sequel trilogy of films, all three of them, could ever compare to what I've seen in this episode um, and in the episodes of The Mandalorian. Um, I think, but this episode especially has just been has really just opened my mind up to the possibilities going forward that um might await us Star Wars fans. Um but uh yeah. I'm gonna leave it there for now. Uh I just wanna say thank you for listening. Uh I hope you like what you heard and may the force be with you. Hi everyone, this is Mark. So I hope you did enjoy what you heard in this episode of the podcast. And uh, if you did and uh, you would like to enjoy more of my content, um, I'm uh, a writer, I'm a poet, and I'm an author. Uh, I've written 11 books of uh, poetry uh, and short stories and uh, short novels. So if you're interested in reading some of my poems, my short stories, or... Uh, stories within my novels then you can check them out online on amazon or um, from the the book depository or online at uh, barnes and noble and uh, if you want to check out some of my most recent uh, poems then if you head over to uh, markthepoet.me online then you can check out some of my most recent poems and also some of the poems that i've written uh, in the past Uh, But yeah, so uh, I hope you like what you heard and I'll touch you again soon.